Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Money Talk with Tiff. So I decided today to not have a guest on because I wanted to just take a little break and get my life together, (laughs) to be real. Um, I feel like the world has been in a tailspin. I have been in a tailspin. I got married last week, which is crazy. <laughs> There's been so much going on. Um, so I wanted to take this episode to talk about my latest development in getting married, right? Because at the end of the day, I don't know if you all heard the previous episode with um, the the ladies that I was talking about divorce with, right? And they were saying how whoever your spouse is, is detrimental. Like it plays such a big role in your money that it's something that shouldn't be taken lightly. So just a quick recap, if you haven't listened to the episode, these young ladies were um, both divorced and their husbands or their ex-husbands now um, weren't very good with money. And like, I think one had a gambling habit. The other one, I want to say had a drug habit or something. And so they just spent the money up. And I, I've never been married before. This is my first time. And before we got married, I was like, look, (laughs) this is one of the biggest reasons people get divorces or break up. And I don't want that to happen to us. So we need to get on the same page financially. So that way, that's not a topic of discussion. And so what we do in our house is we have, I mean, we've only been married a week, but we did, we started this a little bit before we got married and we have um, a weekly huddle (laughs) and that was recommended by my career coach. She said, Well, she had previously been married and of course she knows other people that have been married. And she said she got this idea actually from somebody else that she knows. And it was a guy. I was like, wow, (laughs) you know, guys come up with some great ideas. So she said, have a weekly huddle. Um, So in my case, it would be the Warren team huddle and the team huddle is me, my husband and my kids. So that way we can all get on the same page and we know exactly what's going on that week, what we need to do, how to divvy out chores around the house. And that way it keeps the line of communication open between everybody in the household to say what they need help with, to say what's on their mind, to discuss what they would like to get done that week and everybody else can see how they can get them there. So I enjoy that because it is so hard to keep up with home, the kids, business, just everything. And so I've realized during this pandemic time that 
I don't think I could be a stay-at-home mom. Right now I am because they don't have school. And so I'm homeschooling. Luckily, this is the last week of homeschool. So woohoo. <laughs> but it has been a struggle, you all. And I don't know if you all have noticed, but if you're subscribed to my newsletter, I haven't done any newsletters. Um, some weeks I missed the podcast. It has been a complete struggle. There's a lot of parents out here, especially parents that are entrepreneurs that are really struggling during this time. So please keep all of your friends that are entrepreneurs or not that have kids in your thoughts and your prayers because it's so difficult. So anyway, going back to couples and money. So We have this weekly huddle. We also are going to have a monthly budgeting uh, meeting. So we just had that uh, this week for the month of June because you always want to budget ahead of time. You don't want to find yourself and it's June 5th and you're like, oh, let me do a budget. No, because by that time it's too late. Stuff has already come in and out for the month. So you want to make sure you get your budget done ahead of time. And when it's couples, it's so important to make sure that you all have this conversation together. It should not be just one person doing everything and the other person's out of the loop. It should be a joint effort because at the end of the day, that budget is going to control how you both spend. And what you don't want to happen is one person does the budget all by themselves and then tells the other person what you can and cannot spend on and whether or not you have an allowance and this, that, and the other because then the other person's going to start feeling slighted at some point and you do not want that to happen. So make sure you have a budgeting conversation. Make sure you both pull each other's credits while you're in one of your meetings, pull credit and just take a look at it and just see what you need to get accomplished. So what we have done, because we both have debt, um, is I've made a debt schedule. So I've made it like where we know what we're going to tackle first, how we're going to do it, um, so on and so forth. So I highly recommend, especially if you're married, to make sure you make a list of both people's debts, both spouses' debts. And, and, and this is not just being married, really. I mean... I wouldn't recommend um, joining finances unless you were married, but there's people that do. So I'm not even going to say married. If you are in a relationship where finances are combined, this applies to you as well because not everybody gets married. So um, anyway, back to what I was saying, highly, highly, highly recommend that you see your debt and get it out there. Um, my now husband, you know, in the past, he wasn't really good with money. And so he was embarrassed um, for me to see that information. And it has to be a no judgment zone. So, you know, he knows what I do for a living. I talk to people about money all day. So he was probably extra embarrassed. But There's no reason to feel embarrassed or feel a type of way. We are in this together. 
And that's the thought process you have to have. It's it's not good when you have one person that was doing really good with their money and with their credit. And then the other spouse was not like that at all. And then the spouse that was good with money downs the other spouse. That's no bueno, no good. You don't want to do that. So make sure when you have these meetings, there are no judgment for their judgment-free zone and you all have an open discussion about money keep that open communication going because in the long run it's going to help so many things you can actually with that budget discussion get ahead of issues before they even come up because like i said before you don't want one person to feel slighted or feel like they're being controlled by the other person money wise so it's important that those conversations happen together another thing is and one thing that i have learned is to make sure that you all are on the same page financially. Make sure that your goals somewhat line up. They're not gonna be perfectly lined up, but at least you all are heading in the same direction. So for instance, with me and my new husband, we're both very business-minded. We both have businesses. And when I sat down <laughs> as part of one of our discussions before we got married and looked at everything that we have going on, between the two of us, we have seven businesses. I have three, he has three, and then we have one together. And so as you can imagine, things can get very hectic if we're not on the same page. Because, you know, before we started having these conversations, I felt myself getting overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to homeschool all day. Then I have to do admin for pretty much all the businesses. Then I have to make sure I run Money Talk with Tiff, podcast, uh, newsletter, all this stuff. And then I'm taking one-on-one coaching clients too. So it's like, when do I have time to do everything? It's impossible. And so Another thing that I highly recommend is have a family schedule, have a family, um, you know, chore list. So that way one person's not stuck with everything because that can get old very, very, very quickly. I'm speaking from experience. So I'm glad that, you know, when I started feeling overwhelmed, I opened up. I opened up and I said, look, I need help from everybody. I need help from the kids. I need help from my husband. I need help from everybody because I am starting to sink. And I feel like that's an important point to make as well because we as a people, like I posed this question in my Facebook group, the Let's Talk Money group, and people said the hardest thing for them to say is I need help. Pretty much everybody, I would say 95% of the responses said that. And I get it. It's so hard to ask for help, especially being in a society where they reward and value, um, you know, me, 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 me. <laughs> like it's all about you. And so 
it's hard to ask for help, but I will say that's another tip I have for couples. Ask for help. Don't let it bottle up. Don't let it, you know, if you feel like you're having to do everything all the time, you're going to start getting resentment towards your spouse or your partner, whoever you're with, and you don't want that to happen. So just open your mouth and ask for help. Um, When it comes to money, sometimes these conversations, actually, most of the time, these conversations can be very touchy, very, very touchy. And I feel like another thing that's helped us is we are both really cool, calm, and collected. If we don't agree on something, we don't yell, we don't argue, we just have a conversation. And that's an important thing to note as well, because if you... You don't want this to be a negative experience for either party, because if it is, then it's not going to happen again. So make sure it's as chill, you know, maybe pop a bottle of wine or drink some beer or something, (laughs) you know, just relax because at the end of the day, this is your future. This is your spouse's future. And if you made the determination to combine money with someone, that is a very personal thing to do. That is a very vulnerable thing to do. And so anytime that you or anybody feels vulnerable, there is greater room for error because we've opened up. We've allowed someone else to come into our space. And so we need to make sure that we keep the space as safe as possible. Um, A lot of times these budget conversations can go south because one person's doing all the talking and not giving the other person a chance to talk. Um, In our relationship, I know that I am the saver for sure. And then he's the spender and he finally admitted that he's the spender, but that's okay. And that's typical of a relationship. There's usually a saver and a spender. Um, But as long as you write down what your goals are, have budgeting conversations around those goals, and you both are on the same page, it makes it easier to get your financial life on track. Um, I know because we've had a discussion and he's like, well, I want to make sure that I have money to spend because, you know, that's what makes me happy and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I get it. And that's perfectly fine. And we need to have a fun money. I know I've talked about fun money before. A fun money line item in the budget for that purpose. And you know that when the fun money runs out, because we're both using it, but you know, he'll probably use it more than I will. But when that fun money budget line item runs out, that's it. There's nothing else that we can buy outside of whatever else we budgeted for. So it also makes you think critically about everything that you spend on because you're like, oh my gosh, if I get these pairs of shoes or this outfit, what if later on in the month I want to get this or that or this? And so having a budget, like I said, gives you permission to spend and gives you permission to spend within reason. So then at the end of the month, you both are not looking up like, where did all of our money go? You know, so 
Um, let's see, what other tips do I have for couples? I did a couples talk in a Facebook group not too long ago. Um, so I'll post a link to that as well. Cause I did post it on the site that, you know, I actually did a live interview with a couple and they asked me some couple things and this was before I got married. So I didn't really have much insight into it. Um, you know, other than general tips and tricks, but now that I'm in it, I completely get it. Um, Our conversations have not always been easy, but they were very much needed, very much needed. And like I said, make sure that both people involved are on the same page. You both know what kind of debt you're bringing to the table because that's another thing that can go south. If one spouse or one partner doesn't know what they have going on, the other person doesn't know what they're walking into. And so it's important that you make sure really before you get married to make that happen, but you really need to make sure as soon as possible after you get married. Or if you've been married for years and never done it together, do it now. Like this is your, this is your cue to get it done. Because how I look at marriage is, we become one unit, one band, one sound, (laughs) right? So with that being said, if you're not successful, I'm not successful. If your finances are in a a tailspin, so are mine. So if we want to be together and on the same page, we need to make sure that these conversations happen. So anyway, I just wanted to give you all some insight into what I had going on and just some tips for couples out there that have combined their finances. Um, just keep that com- that communication open, even if one spouse screwed up on the budget. Just communicate it. Just communicate it. Because all you have to do is take it from a different area in the budget. It's not the end of the world. Now, if you go through all the money and you don't have money for groceries, then you might need some extra help in getting that spouse on the same page. Um, But in general, with all the couples that I've worked with and now in my own relationship, everything is um, able to be worked out with open communication. So make sure you make that happen and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode? Talk to you soon.